The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome, welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and here we are again on this amazing day to talk about our mindsets how we can shift and adjust and rethink what we're thinking. And today's show is all about a million ways to live. I have to tell you this story. And and my guest, I don't think he knows this story. Um, When I decided decided to do this show, and I decided that I wanted to, you know, have guests on and things like that, this person was the very first person I thought of. And he's someone who, um, as I've been kind of on my journey, he's been on his own journey, but in parallel ways. And every once in a while, our lives kind of dip in and we connect up. And I, you know, like to think we share different pieces of wisdom, and then we kind of go about our lives. And so my my guest today um, is Luke Snooski. And I have to tell you, I am so excited to finally have have him on because I, I'm genuine when I say he was the very first person that I wanted to share with you all. Um, Luke is... As as he says, he enjoys doing his handstands, playing with his son, Jack, and he has just completed his book, A Million Ways to Live. And we're going to talk so much about that. So much more important, Luke, let's get you on. Thank you so much for being a part of my show today. It's such a pleasure to be here, and I appreciate the introduction. And I definitely remember all the times we have been growing together in Los Angeles at those different networking and accounting meetings. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, because because your background is in accounting, but that's sort of like it's almost probably feels like a whole other lifetime ago now with everything else you're doing. Yeah, I think um, I think that's I think that's the journey we all go on. We figure out what we're not, and then we move on to something else, and we keep going through things and that aren't really us until we discover ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably a great way to put it. You know, Luke, I want to start with, share a little bit about your journey, who you are, and, and, and what led you to A Million Ways to Live. Well, A Million Ways to Live really started with um, when I was a personal trainer. So when I was a personal trainer, I realized very quickly that the answer to all of life's question isn't really an exercising. You need something more. You need something deeper. So it just led me to study the different aspects of wellness, massage therapy, nutrition, cooking. I even got a master's in sustainable food systems because I wanted to understand the the entire macro structure of how um, our food is being created and delivered to us. So it really just kept getting broader and deeper to understanding what's really going on. And the more I learned, the the more simple, the simpler the, the solution I was becoming. So, you know, you narrowed health down to six general health lifestyle principles. That's real food, movement, rest and relaxation, lifelong learning, community and love. And if you have those six things in your life, then health is a consequence. Health is a byproduct of that lifestyle. It's not a goal. It just becomes part of part of who you are, your being. So a million ways to live was a way of teaching people habits and empowering them to use the six healthy lifestyle principles to implement them however they want and whatever feels best to them because there are a million ways to live and there's so many different ways to move and so many different ways to relax and so many different ways to eat healthy that the ultimate judge and jury has to be you. You can't be listening to all these different celebrities, doctors, because there's a celebrity doctor study for every philosophy out there. So I think if you tune into your body and how it's feeling and how it's reacting to your lifestyle decisions, 
then you'll be able you'll be better able to navigate through and filter through all information out there because there's too much ability. So it's not a problem of information when it comes to health. It's a problem of practical application, implementation, and knowing if it's right for you. Right, and that's yeah, exactly. It's knowing who to listen to and 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 what resonates with your body. You know, I I believe that. First off, I, I call um, I call dieting the lie that keeps on giving. <laughs> Because it's like, it's sort of this this thing that you know we keep people use over and over. I'll just go on a diet, go on a diet, but it never seems to really pan out for the majority of people until they are ready to make a lifestyle change. But I really believe that when we get down to the core of of our health, we really do know what works for us. We know what foods we feel best on. We know how eating how many times a day we feel best on. We know what exercise feels best to us. We know how much sleep feels best to us. I think when we stop and really look at it, we do know what our body does best on. It's just whether or not we choose to listen to it. And that's the big difference between knowing and learning. Because when you know something, it's coming from a place within yourself, not something you read or something you heard. And it's, it's, it feels different. It's like direct knowledge. It's truth. It's truth with a capital T because it really came from your heart, from yourself. So it's not as flimsy as a diet and you're not trusting something outside of yourself. And I think that's what, I think that's what you're getting at, right? Right. It is, you know, when we're getting to that core of, of when we know who we are and we're understanding who we are, we, we know what is what works for us. And, and I think it's just a matter of then making it work or doing those tasks. But let me, let me ask you this. What was it that first drove you to this? I mean, have you always just been enthused about health and helping people? Or there, was there something like something that started that that thought process for you that really helped you to shift into what you're doing now? I think there's always been two parallel paths. Like, as much as I want to help other people, I'm also trying to learn more about myself, what drives my own behaviors, why I behave a certain way, why I think a certain way. And the more I dissected myself, the more I wanted to help others as I learned more. So it's funny because I've never really had a consistent way of working with people. It's constantly been evolving and constantly been going deeper in, uh, in terms of different ways of helping them. So it's, it really is a dual motivation. It's not just for others. It's also for myself. And you've taken that for the work that you've done within yourself and then now expanded it. You know, I, I, we haven't even shared that you've taken now a million ways to live and you've stepped out in a global way um, to really expand, expand that story. I mean, tell me, tell me about that process and, I mean, and, and, and share with our listeners what you've been up to because it's really incredible. I'm so, I'm so excited for you. So 10 days ago, I actually finished up a worldwide trip. I went to 40 countries in a year, and I filmed 60 documentary web series episodes on healthy living in different cultures, the different ways that people do find health and happiness under and utilizing those six healthy lifestyle principles I mentioned earlier. So I wanted to show that that there are a million ways to live, that, that people can be more open-minded, more accepting, more curious about the way others are living. And the worst thing you can do is to create a single culture that everyone follows, where there's so much beauty, and the more diversity we do have, the more potential solutions we have to future problems. So I think diversity should be celebrated. It should be a topic of conversation, not argument and debate. It's, um, it's, and I wanted to see firsthand what was going on in the world. And, you know, getting a snapshot of 40 different countries in a year you don't see the super in-depth nature of each culture, but to see the snapshot, there's so many diff- so many fundamental similarities between everyone on Earth. You know, everyone's generally really awesome, generally really kind and generous, generally helpful, and there's so so little of that in the media. And there's you know everyone's arguing all the time about their beliefs and their right, and it's like, well, well there's much more than that. This, this could work for you, just like something else could work for someone else. So the web series entertaining, educational, but also trying to have an undertone of acceptance and open-mindedness. I, um, I know for me, I, I, one of the biggest things I talk about at value of mindset reset is that of perspective. And to me, that's, that's the word that comes up is because there's so many different perspectives out there in the world. And there's so many different ways to look at one thing. And when we're open to looking at different perspectives, we can actually then learn it and have a deeper understanding for ourselves. First off, secondly, we might actually change our view and change 
our vantage point, which then leads to other opportunities. And the more that I know, the more that I learn, the more perspectives I can take on and adopt. Then when I'm out and I'm working with someone or I'm in a relation with someone or, or connecting with somebody, I can then show up more fully, but also maybe then speak a similar language or speak a similarity or have a better understanding of them because of what I've been out and understanding in the world. So I can only imagine then, actually, you've put this into action in all these different countries. That's amazing to me. Well, well you're, you're onto something with the understanding and relating to the people that you speak with, your family members, the people that you work with. It doesn't matter. I think the best gift you can give to someone is actually listening to them. And most people don't listen to understand. They listen to answer. And what you're getting at is very important because if you can relate and you understand where they're coming from because you've been exposed to all these different perspectives and you know that there isn't a single correct answer. In fact, there isn't a correct answer. You just got to go with what works for the person and um, let them follow that action through to the end, you know, without judgment. And more than anything, getting that perspective almost like calms you down a little bit and keeps you a bit more silent and still in the in the face of everyone seeking answers and everyone trying to point fingers and just kind of sit still and just listen and appreciate their perspectives. And I think that there's more to remedy problems, to figure out solutions, to move forward and, and do something productive. And what I find is then it also allows me, I, I almost feel like, um, I do listen more because I want to hear and then I sit quiet and percolate with it to then see how it lands for me. And then to take in what I think is, works for me and then and to kind of bypass those things that, that don't work for me. And, and I think that's a dialogue. I think over time we get better at that. I'm curious, what did you find in some of these other countries, and maybe there's one in particular that you're thinking of, when it came to their openness about um, and, and, and how they listen to each other and how they interact? Um, I'm, I'm just curious what you found as you were out and about. Well, there was a, specifically there was a community that stands out to me. It was in Ethiopia, and it's in northern Ethiopia. It's a small community called Aramba, and that's two words, A-W-R-A-A-N-B-A, and it's considered or it's called in the documentary the Ethiopian Utopia because they have other uh, self-sustaining, so they, they don't rely on any help from any other outside government or organization. They're 100% gender equal. So they basically um, diversify work or hand out work based on skill, not on sex. So they are as gender neutral as they possibly can be, or gender equal. And then, um, and then something, a couple more fascinating things is everyone works. No one gets a free lunch. And then the last uh, aspect of the community is that um, religion is private. So people are allowed to believe what they want, but they keep it within their own private residence. So there's no religious. Um, buildings or any monuments in the village or in the community. So they've been around since, I think I want to say the 50s or the 60s, but since then they've been thriving, flourishing. I mean, they, they've reached a maximum capacity based on the land that they have, so they don't welcome new new um, people that want to enter the community as openly as they used to, but it's just such a beautiful model for how they're solving problems because they're keeping the things that need to be private, private. And there's no finger pointing. There's just cooperation. There's dialogue. There's open discussion on this problem when there are problems, and it doesn't mean there aren't problems. It just means that they're solved much more productively, and people listen to each other, and they don't allow their own personal beliefs to get in the way of figuring out what's best for the community to move forward. You know, and in, in, in my mind, that takes being very open to a different way of seeing and thinking. Of course, for them and some of them that have been raised in it, that's that's their roots and where they come from. So they wouldn't know any different, which I think is part of what makes it interesting, the whole idea of mindsets and where they start from. You know, within each culture, they don't know necessarily that what they're doing is any different because it's what they do, you know, and unless maybe they've come and studied us or studied other places. And... um I think it's an interesting discussion then. Uh, you know, I, I firmly believe there's not a right or wrong, um, but it's interesting to see then how open people are to learning and maybe adopting and adapting based on, on other things and other philosophies. Um, 
I don't know if you've if you've experienced. Well, how would you say that you've changed after this experience that you've been on for the past year? What would you say has changed for you? It's funny. I mean, I think that's the second most asked question I have. The person is, <laughs> "What was your favorite place?" And I'm like, "Very favorite place." The second one is, "How have you changed?" Um, <laughs> it's funny. I, I I spent the last leg of the trip really alone because for majority of the trip, I was with my son, who's an infant, and then the last four months, and his mother, and then the last four months, I was alone. And um, that was probably the deepest I went into myself, because I was out of routine, I had no other person outside of myself to care for, and it was the most introspective time. So I can't say it was the sole cause of the changes that happened within me, but it was like kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I actually went to... Uh, a 10-day silent meditation retreat mm. in in Thailand as, like, right before the end of my trip. I was like, okay, now that I've been traveling and living life on fast forward with absolutely no routine and just this crazy chaotic life of 70 to 80% work, 20% to 30% <laughs> being a tourist, or what you want to call it, and then I wanted to sit and process it. And, you know, when you sit and meditate for 11 hours a day for 10 days straight, um things come up and like we were talking about earlier, the difference between learning and knowing. A lot of these things that were beginning to come up as evident truths about myself and the things I've learned were just coming from within. It was as if I read like 10,000 books instead of reading 12 books a year. Like all of a sudden, all of this stuff just was coming up within me and it was an amazing experience. And it's emotional. It's up and down. It's crazy. But most of all, I really learned that the answers are within yourself. And I, I never trusted myself more than during and after that time. I'm like, okay, I can listen to my body because my body does have this innate wisdom that needs to be trusted. And this is where all the answers that I ever need will come from. And so since then, I've just really, and then, and then also the common thread emerges between everyone that I found was like the, the commonality or the similarity between everyone is that all these people have found their passion, their life, their love, because it's their personal truth. They didn't read about mm. it and they do it. They, they discovered it for themselves and they followed it and they kept developing it and listening to their heart. So the way these people are helping the community, the way they're eating, it agrees with their body. And they, they know that science may not back what they're saying. Like the guy in Kentucky that's eating raw meat. So with him, I ate raw marrow, raw testicle, raw liver, raw brain. I mean, I ate the whole thing just to try out his lifestyle. But it's, um, it's amazing that it was their truth. They weren't listening to anyone, and I think that that came into 100% full view during that during that meditation, uh, that 10 day meditation retreat for me. And since then, it's a it's a much more significant part of my life because I've been meditating for years. But after that that whole experience, I'm like, wait a second, I've never actually meditated because it's hmm. the, the what you learn during something so intense. Then you start meditating with a completely different mindset. And it's almost as if I'm trying to let what is naturally within me come out the same way that all of these people I filmed around the world have already let that happen within themselves. And it's so beautiful to film and interview and see these people. It's, it is pretty amazing. You know, it's, and I would say it's not that you maybe hadn't meditated before, but you just didn't know that it could go to the depths and that levels until you went there. And it opened up a whole different level and a whole different world of it, you know. But um, we are listening right now to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman and talking with um, who I just, I judge as an amazing person, Luke Snooski, A mil- Million Ways to Live. And we're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. 
Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman. And today we're talking about million ways to live. And we're talking with author Luke Snooski all about million ways to live and his journey over the past year of going out into the world and really exploring how people are out there in different cultures, different parts of the world, how they're living and discovering who they are and living a healthy life and learning about well-being in their cultures and in their vernacular. And you can actually watch the episodes. You can watch the web episodes on millionwaystolive.com and find the book just about anywhere, Amazon, on his website, and um, Barnes & Noble, all of that will have his book. But Luke, welcome back. I am, I'm curious, as you've been going about this journey, and you know, you shared what's really been coming up for you and and being able to take a deeper, a deeper look, um, or finding a deeper place within yourself, especially as you got quiet with meditation. What's one of the things that you find when people are coming to you? Now, you've had all these experiences and, well, you've had a lot of experience before, but now this even deeper experience. Um, I'm curious, what when people are coming to you now, do you notice that different, like a different level of person's coming to you or somebody's coming with, you know, they're coming to work with you now because because they're ready to even go on a deeper quest than, than where they were before? Or I'm just curious if you're noticing the yeah, difference. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's as if people meet you with or you meet people where they're at. So whenever people are now coming into my life, I can tell they're in a different place and they're ready to receive what I've learned because it's, it really is that when I was a trainer, people were coming to me with specifically those questions. And now people are asking me different questions and I'm giving different answers because I'm in a different place. But, um, one of the common things I'm seeing is that across the board, I'm just more, receptive and I can relate more and that's really important because all people that want to change need to be understood first because without that understanding they're just going to keep hitting the wall a wall of disagreement a wall of of someone saying no a wall of someone and they're so used to their condition that they actually want it they don't know that they want it they're just subconsciously driven to have this to have an out outward debate with an internal debate that's going on in their head because they're arguing in their own head and now they're just finding someone to continue that argument with. And that's, that's, that's where all of the conflict and resistance to change comes from because their own, their own voice in their head is arguing with themselves. Yeah. I have a friend who'll say, who, if, if she, I learned this from her, but when they're doing that and they're, and they're arguing with themselves and they come to me and they're wanting to keep doing the same argument but externally out loud, and it's that sitting back and going, okay, and how much longer are you going to fight for your own limitation? Like how much longer are you yeah, going to keep yeah, that like, dialogue, right? Or you, or you, or I just like you just don't respond or you don't react and you just say, okay. And then they don't know. It's like you pause the record because they're expecting you to disagree. And when you don't disagree, they're, they're kind of stuck. And they don't know what the next step is. So it's as if they're, they're running this like 
automatic self-defeating resistance resistance program, and they don't know where they're going because they've they've been doing it for so long. So sometimes you just have to meet them with balance and centeredness. And you know, we, we talked about meditation a lot, and I I can talk about this for hours. I, I I don't think the goal of meditation is to feel better, or the goal of meditation is loving kindness or anything like that. I think the goal of meditation is to get better at feeling what is and accepting what is. And if you can sit still, completely still, and ignore the itching and control the, and ignore the tickling and ignore the pain in your knee and ignore the urge to just shift and tilt your body a little bit to feel a little better, if you can fight the subconscious urges to move your body, then in the real world, you'll be able to fight the subconscious urges to argue, to react to people. Instead, you'll be more centered. And I think that's the greatest gift you give to your loved ones, to your clients, to your friends, to your family, is the ability to stay centered in the face of the chaos, because it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. It's just, and to just be centered and grounded is just a source of calm for everyone around you. So, and, and it sounds simple to sit still, but it's so, it's actually, there's so much going on, because people don't understand how much they fidget when they're trying to meditate, and that's, that's try it for five minutes. Uh, you know, any one of your, uh, listeners can try it for five minutes where they sit still for five minutes and any fidget counts as a movement and a subconscious reaction. So see if you can stay perfectly still and see how uncomfortable that can get because your subconscious mind wants to react. It wants to move. Mm. But the more you train your mental muscle to say, no, I'm going to sit in my place, in my state of being and not move at all and then see what happens. <laughs> It's, it's interesting. I hadn't thought of it quite that way, but yeah, I, I had someone teach me a trick once when trying to sit still and, and every time I want to fidget or I start to feel that discomfort, I just kind of think I, I am energy, I am energy and I just, and I try to dissipate it and release it and that's still a practice and that's still an active mind. So there's different, you know, I know there's different ways of doing it in different levels, but it's, um, but it is true that, that, that fidget, there's something that's releasing and happening consciously or subconsciously. And there's there's a release that happens there. Now, when especially, when, should I continue? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you started something with it. great, especially since because you know you feel these weird discomforts in your knee and your back, and you think that there is something wrong with your knee or your back because you're feeling something there. But pain is only all pain is created in the brain and the mind. So. It's just a sensation in your in your leg. It's just sitting there, so it can't be an injury. You can't be hurt from sitting, but your mind and your brain is telling you that it's pain, and it needs to be shifted and needs to get more comfortable. So it's your brain playing a trick on you. It's it's really fascinating. <laughs> what is what do you think? What was the most like insightful like like aha moment that that you had on this trip? Um. Hands down, it's, um, this is going to go way too deep. <laughs> it's that there's absolutely nothing wrong with me, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with anybody. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with anyone. And uh, the more we start from the fundamental belief that there's something wrong and that something needs to change, the more resistant, to, the more resistant we will be to change, and the more resistant we'll be to creating and consciously creating the life that we want. Mm. Because we start from a foundational point that, we have original sin or karma or there's something wrong with us that needs changing, the less, we, the less likely we'll change, and that's the truth. So when I fully accept it, and it's an ongoing process, because, you know, that seed of imperfection has been planted and grown and nurtured for my whole life, and to discover this new seed, this new potential that, wait, maybe there's nothing wrong with me. Maybe if I cultivate this seed that I'm completely fine and I'm completely enough and I can completely do whatever I want to do, then if this seed gets nurtured over a long period of time, maybe my reality will change completely, and it does, because it changes your perspective of everything when you start from the framework that there's nothing wrong with me, and anything I choose to do is an act of creation, not an act of fixing myself. Exactly. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. When you said it, I, I got chills. That there's, there's, everything is in divine, right, in divine right place. Everything is in right place. Everything is, is, is yeah. and... and um, 
when to when you when you say it and when you're able to embody it and step into it in my mind and and what I feel viscerally is it's almost like this weight is lifted and and you know and people talk about how we send out our energy to others what instantly feels to me is my energy becomes open and and returns and 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 then it, you can kind of start weighing then you know a challenge you know I'm thinking of a challenge that's been popping up for me this week and and then recognizing well wait that doesn't it almost like dissipates it there's so much energy that gets dissipated when you can step into and really own that and feel it. Yeah, you, you said it. You're, you get lighter. You said it. You get lighter. You feel weightless. You feel like dancing and singing all the time. It's it's the craziest thing. And it's and it's, you didn't learn anything to get there. You unlearned everything. And I think unlearning right. is so much important than learning. And it's like you're talking about a mindset reset. And I think you have to reset this. You have to reset your mindset to remember who you actually are, which is a perfect being. You're the result of millions and billions of years of evolution, and you are here now. That's a sign of ultimate perfection and success, evolutionarily speaking. So, own it. You know, own that perfection and own the own the the, the being that you are. This this one chance and this one body. <laughs> It, it's, um, you know, it's, it's for such a simple thought and such a, it's one of those like simple thoughts and amazingly ginormous thoughts and simple and ginormous and simple. And it, and it almost feels that it kind of breeds as we fit into and sink into the, the notion and, and, and really accepting it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's what I'm saying is even if someone, it's, it's, it's hard work to get there. Right. We can, we're reminded all the time from people. We're reminded on our search for on our search for answers. You hear the answers all the time, but until it comes from within, it's never right. it's never wisdom. It's just in, it's just information, and that's why you know to for me to you know even me saying yeah we're all perfect beings. It sounds great, you know. It's one of those things that you can intellectually accept, but until you experience it through yourself through your being, it doesn't become truth, and it doesn't become wisdom and that's why you know i have six healthy lifestyle principles and all of them are about the way you live your life and i think that now i can see that what prevents people from living by these six principles is not a lack of knowledge it's a it's their programming it's their mindset it's their conditioning it's their behavior so until we find a way to dig deep and reset the system we set it from scratch we set it to a clear canvas and once you have a clear canvas, then you can paint and be an artist and create whatever you want, you know? It's a, yeah. It's a daily and, practice, that, you know, it's a daily practice that should be taken seriously, but it's, it's also, it shouldn't be serious. It doesn't require a monk's life. It doesn't require crazy costumes. It doesn't require incense and anything like that. It just requires a dedication to going deep within your mind and being okay with whatever you feel. And as as you're saying that, what pops up for me is, especially now you're finding yourself in this role as father. And, you know, you have, Jack is almost one, right? Or a little, just at over one. And so as as he's growing up. So as he's growing up, how, what, now as that role of father, what are the things that you're being aware of as you're teaching him about the world? As you're helping him learn his foundation of a mindset and belief? It's amazing. I think Jack is my teacher more than me being his teacher right now. I think that the way we teach our children is a lot more subconscious than we think. So what we think we're teaching him, he's actually learning from like our actions and the way we interact and relate to the world and the people around us and the environment. So largely the way he's being raised is by watching you. And I don't think he's watching me and he's absorbing information that I don't think he's absorbing. And what I actually say consciously is such a small part of parenting. So I do my best to watch him and let him be curious and let him explore. And I think that the best parenting is when you're focusing on yourself because the more you're unraveling and becoming the best person you can be, the more that your being, your presence, your just ability to be there in that moment becomes, becomes that model for which the, your baby can look at. And he, he's been such a mirror for me. So emotionally speaking, I can see like, wow, like where did that emotion come from? Wow, where did this emotion come from? Both good and bad. You get the full spectrum when you have a child and, and it's tough and it's challenging and it's stressful and it's amazing. And I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And 
he has been my teacher, but I know that the only way I can teach him is to continue to unravel my own conditioning and my own behavior so I can be a role model for him, you know? So that's, that's where I'm at with my little Jack. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much. They they just, it is amazing to watch a child and and to see how they learn. And even even the idea, I, I love, I love um, the saying from St. Francis of Assisi, you know, go out and preach the gospel, and if you have to, use words. And and that's the truth about who we are, right? If, if I go out, I can tell people, who I am, or I can show people who I am and who has a more lasting effect. What has a more lasting effect? The action more so than the words. And so to see that in a child, to see that in a child and to see that as, as we can take that out and impact the world, it's our, our example and how we live um, is so much more impactful than, than many of the words that we have to say. And it's, um, and we, so it's watch your actions just as much as your words, and and we get to choose, and we get to be in that creative process. Yeah, yeah, and support the creative process. Give them space to learn and space to interact with the world. So that, you know, if, um, let them play and let them let them discover things for themselves and be there. You know, yeah. be there to help them and support them and answer questions and just in case, but. Don't freak out about anything. Just let them figure out the little details because then you'll have a wise baby. And a wise baby turns into a wise child who turns into a wise adult. So the less, the, the less you know, boxes we put around the child, the better. I'm not saying to just let them roam free and do nothing, but you can, there's, a, there's a great balance between the two. You can let the child explore and figure out the world and figure out the law of cause and effect. Because when you're so disconnected from cause and effect and you're constantly with people telling you what to do and this person and this book and this thing tells you how to live and what to do, then you're never connected to your body. So the disconnect that we the, the disconnect that happens that when we get disconnected from our bodies actually happens at a very young age when every everyone around us is telling us how to live and what to do instead of letting us figure it out for ourselves. Mm. So it's a mindset reset and it starts from a very young age. Absolutely. I absolutely, you know, we're listening right now and talking right now to, um, to Luke Snooski of A Million Ways to Live. You can find um, their web series, millionwaystolive.com. And you're, current listening to, you're currently listening to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to ask prudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman. Today we're talking about million ways to live and our special guest, my special guest is Luke Snooski, who, um, if you heard me talk at the beginning, you know, um, I, Luke and I met several years ago, actually, um, kind of in one of our other <laughs> business things that we were busy doing. And, and it is amazing when you step outside of your comfort zone and you, um, we were involved in a networking group. And then, uh, you know, it's amazing to me how many people from that group I've stayed friends with and keep connecting with over the years. That was over, that was almost what, I think 10 years ago. So Luke, thank you so much for, for being here. Um, one of the things I would love to hear more about and and um, and I'd love to share with our listeners is what are some approaches or what are some things that, that you tell people that they can begin to do now, that they can begin with or, or principles to follow or things that they can, steps that they can start taking in their day-to-day life um, to, to begin to make this a way of life, to begin to take that inner journey and, or if there's somebody that's been on the journey, what is it they should continue to do? It's a great question. And um, I think to answer that question, I, I want to tell you, like, I'm going to just give you an example of what our minds are like on an everyday basis. It's like a snow globe. So it's constantly being shaken up. So there's all this, like, all this distortion going on in what's really the reality, which is the, the picture or whatever is in the snow globe. And in the way is all this snowflakes. So you can't really see the picture clearly. And it's in that state of mind that we're seeking change. So our change, our desire to change, is coming from a confused mental state. We don't even know what we want because everything's so crazy, confused, and jumbled up. So whenever people do want to change, I think that it's important to resettle the mind or settle the mind first to see if that's A, what you actually want, and B, if you're in a more centered place, then change is much more likely. So meditation, once again, is definitely one of the best places to start, regardless of the area of life that you do want to change. If you want to change your diet, if you want to change what food you eat, if you want to implement an exercise program, if you want to start doing these things, doing these things, it's better to sit, calm the mind, really center yourself, and then step forward with that intention, with a clear state of mind. And you're going to get a lot farther with that. Now, so what do you, when somebody though is facing, or not though, when somebody is facing and they're in the midst of just some hard life challenges, ugly things, divorce, um, loss of job, just intense things, what do you say to those people? How do you, how do they begin or, 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 um, I'm just curious, what, what do you say to them? Those are, those are real life situations and you can't, ignore that they're painful and you can't you can't um, sympathize either. You can empathize and you can listen and you can understand and there's obvious pain that comes from those situations. But in the long term, if people run from that pain or run yeah, if they run from that pain and they run from those uncomfortable sensations and emotions that happen when our life gets flipped upside down, it doesn't do us any good. It only makes it hurt so much more in the long run, because we keep trying to cover up something that's not a pleasant situation, and it's something that we do have to sit with and we do have to deal with. And the reality is, if we don't, we're going to eventually, and it's going to be <laughs> less and less pleasant and more and more difficult if we keep pushing it down the road and pushing it down the road, because your body wants to feel it. Even though you don't think you do, your body, your mind, your mind says no, but your body's like, let these sensations pass. Let these mm-hmm. emotions pass because emotions come and they go. That's in their nature. The only thing that prevents them from going is our suffering, is our judgment. The reason we suffer is because we judge ourselves for these things. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to feel bad, so we feel bad about feeling bad, so we feel worse. <laughs> and so it's this, constant, it's this constant state of mental judgment that leads to the suffering instead of letting the painful moment come and pass come and pass. I'm a big fan of personal responsibility, a huge fan of it. In fact, it's the only time anyone that speaks to me really resonates is if they speak from a place of, well, whatever you're doing and whatever's happening in your life is 100% your fault. Mm-hmm. And that may feel, you know, most of us, a lot of us take on the victim mentality and it's difficult to first grasp and really accept that we are 100% responsible for our lives. But when we do, mm-hmm. it's 
it's it hurts at first because you have to accept that all the bad stuff in your life is your fault. But then once you accept that and you feel the pain associated with how you how your behaviors may have hurt yourself or others, if you accept that pain, you can move forward with a better understanding, and you're going to be empowered to create a better future that isn't as painful. And it doesn't have to come from a place of self self judgment. It just comes from a place of well, I know that my actions are the consequence, so let's make sure my actions don't have the consequences that I used to have that really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that would be helpful for certain. Hopefully, we learn that lesson. <laughs> so, Luke, for you, what is your driving philosophy? Like, do you have like one like nugget morsel, or what's what's a morsel that you could give our listeners as we're getting close to the end of the show? Like a morsel that that. Is that that morsel maybe that sticks in your mind when you're struggling with a mindset, or that sticks in your mind when when you're making a decision? What is that morsel? Okay, well, I'm going to make sure that it's one day. It's hashtag. It's going to be a hashtag too. Hashtag BYOG. Be your own guru. I think people really need to tune into their bodies. And I know we say it's one of the, another thing that we intellectually understand and accept. Like, yes, listen to yourself. Yes, listen to yourself. But people don't get it. Your subconscious mind is your body. Your body is your subconscious mind. If you want to tap into that crazy unknown world that people talk about, that source, that unconsciousness or subconscious mind, just sit still. And as you sit still, you'll get, you'll feel every sensation in your body. Some of them will be, some will be uncomfortable. Some will be, actually, most of them will be uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. But you have to sit and keep sitting. And keep sitting and keep sitting. And there's something on the other side of that stillness. You just have to be patient. And you can't label it as pain. You have to just accept it. I am feeling a sensation, and that's okay. It will pass. And the longer you do that, there is something on the other side. And that's for every person to discover by themselves. But once, when it happens, because it's an absolute certainty that it does, it's only a matter of time and patience and determination, then you'll understand BYOG, be your own guru. Everything is within yourself. I, I, that's I, perfect. It's perfect. I love it. Um, Luke, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Please share with everyone, how do they find you? Um, you can uh, get the book on Amazon. You can uh, go to my website, lukesmissy.com, or if you want to watch the 60 episodes from around the world, that's at millionwaystolive.com. And, I'm pretty much, actually, I know I'm the only Luke Smooski on planet Earth because it's an American first name and a Polish last name, so it's really easy to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And and uh, they can also come to uh, MindsetReset.com, and um, we'll have your links and stuff and links to the show from there as well. So, Luke, thank you so much so much for being a part of the show. I, I sincerely, I um, have been looking forward to having you on. And so I'm so grateful as, as you being all the way in Auckland and I think it's evening over there. So thank you so much for being a part of this today. It's an absolute pleasure to catch up and be a guest on your show. So thank you so much for keeping me in mind and waiting until I finish the trip to get me on. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, timing, all, it all works just at divine timing, as, as, we, as we both know. So thank you, Luke. You know, as we're talking about million ways to live, and it all starts, though, with one way, and the one way is inward. The one way becomes deciding and saying, I, I want to take a look, I want to see what's there, and then I want to see what fits. The first way, the first step is that inward journey and and whether it's consciously saying, you know, I'm going to do this or sometimes life kind of puts us there and then we recognize, oh, wait, I'm in the I'm doing this. But it begins by, you know, as Luke shared, taking that responsibility and recognizing that something isn't working for me. Something is or I'm looking for even better. I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for, I'm recognizing that there's something within me that is unsettled and is ready for a change. And when we begin to ask and go on that inner journey, that inner journey leads us to the outer journey. And the beautiful thing about a million ways to live is then there's so many different perspectives, millions and millions of perspectives and millions and millions of things and hats we can try on so that we find what really is in tune for us. 
You know, if there was any just one right way, then really, in my mind, then what would be the point if we were all on that same journey, if we were all on that same one right way? And so we get this ability to walk through our day, to try on different hats, to to really step inside of who we are, and then to express that in the world. And as we express it in the world, it is really amazing the people that show up, the people that show up to share their truths with us, the people that show up to help us learn, to help us grow, or that maybe are just a lesson for us on our journey. And so that journey does begin within and a million ways to live. I almost actually, what popped in my mind as I was just even saying that is million ways to live is even internally, all the, the different nerve cells, the billions of cells that we have, even within us, there are many ways to live and many, many communications that are happening. And so, you know, each week I love to give to you a mindset reset weekly challenge. And this week, I, my challenge to you, and, and I hope you take this on and, and move with it and see what shows up for you, is my challenge to you is, is to try meditation, is to sit quietly for a moment, and as we were talking, and sit quietly for a moment and see about sitting still. And that moment might start with five minutes or it might branch to ten, but what does that look like to really allow yourself to get quiet and go internal? And take that first step of a million ways to live. Take that first way of living, which is going within and allowing yourself, allowing yourself that time to check in with you. When you get to check in with you, when you get to really understand and be settled in that within, it begins to radiate without. It begins to radiate outside of yourself. And not only do you feel it, others begin to feel it and see it. And then you can be out and expressing then in your million different ways, in your whatever culture, whatever thoughts, whatever themes. And that's the beauty of life. We get that freedom and we get to choose. And it starts by choosing ourselves and starts by choosing that inner journey. So thank you all for being a part of today's show. Special thank you to Luke for being with us today. And anytime you want to reach out, you can reach us at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. You can find me at mindsetreset.com on the website, which then links to Facebook and links to Twitter and links to all of those things. Also, if there's something that you're really interested in, wanting to know more about interesting topics, you're wanting to be a part of the show, send me an email at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. This is our opportunity. And you've taken a big step in saying, I want to, I want to listen. I want to, to hear more. Um, if you want to step out and do more, reach out, reach out and, and ask those questions. Reach out and do this thing for you. Decide that it's time to take a mindset reset journey. Decide that it's time and everything shows up. The right teachers, the right time, the right place. I wish for you all an amazing journey. I love to hear your stories and I love to hear about how the Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge has impacted for you. So please let me know. Please reach out. Please send an email because I do respond to those. And I wish you well on your journey. And I wish for you abundant blessings. And until next time, I I wish for you all amazing mindset reset journeys, abundant blessings to you, and take care. Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.